Adam and Peter explore the crazy new world. Peter, this time it's all about McKinsey. You found a study um, that where McKinsey guys talk about um, generative AI. So what are the results? What are the, the surprises? Uh, so, yeah, okay, maybe not sure what a surprise. Yeah, sometimes I would say a bit of a surprise it was for me, indeed. It's called the state of AI in 2023, generative AI's breakout year. And the study is from August 1st, 2023. So pretty so fresh. Pretty. Hmm. Pretty new, yeah. Um, and it's it is um, what he looked into is like how do companies use generative AIs at the moment? How much do they adopt it globally? And yeah. also some details about kind of the the age of the people, the role they have, the gender. We come to this in a second. But the most important thing um, they found as kind of a surprising thing as the these generative AI tools are not so long on the market yet is they say one third of the respondents to the question they asked their, their folks about. They say their organizations are already using generative AI regularly in at least one business function. And that's mm -hmm. incredibly fast adoption for technology that's less than a year old. Or, mm -hmm. um, 40% say their organizations will increase investments. Mm -hmm. And uh, only 32% say that they're mitigating risks around inaccuracy of generative AI. And, you, you know, there's a lot of debates about the fake stuff. And if they use it to that extent, they want to invest that only one third really concerns about the fake thing and the accuracy mm. is something that is was surprising for McKinsey. And I also found it's a bit of surprising. What do you think? But it's probably not a contradiction. You can still be on, probably the, the question is not, not clear and mm -hmm. not... Um, well, not well designed enough because I can still be the opponent of having more generative AI in my company, but I still can be the one who tries to mitigate the risk. So um, mm. why is this one question? <laughs> yeah, it's, I, don't know, don't, I don't know how they, they put up these questions in detail. So you need to read, uh, read a couple of pages. So what I understood is like to say um, they... Um, ask the people where the focus is and what they invest in. And the mit risk mitigation thing is definitely mm. not one of the biggest focus topics areas. Mm. And that's maybe the one that was surprising mm -hmm. for them. And um, also the policy part. So only 21% of the respondents say they have policies in place. So the adoption is happening ahead of any governance. Yeah. That's that's not surprising, I would say. Oh. <laughs> which is crazy, which means 80% of companies don't have any rules for using AI. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, but what I found uh, and also interesting in the study is stuff that like, or like they say, okay, let's see um, how um, people responded by industry, by office location, means country or region, by the job title, age, and gender identity. Mm -hmm. And this was something I was kind of most curious about. I clicked on the gender identity first to see men or women. Is there a difference? But I keep this for the last point. Mm -hmm. um, what I found a bit disappointing in the industry is, of course, they have some strange names like advanced industries or so. And not surprisingly, the industry with the most usage by far is technology, media, and telecom. Yeah. And the next one is surprisingly... Um, not surprising, I would say financial services, business, legal, and professional services. They come. Um, well, this and, would be for me surprising, but because it's a regulated business. 
Yeah, they call it business, legal, and professional services. Okay. <laughs> um, and this, so for me, seems like um, all a bit of around IT-ish stuff when I when I read the. This it looks like industry, but it's and then it's maybe one of the things that I would question on the study as such. Not questioning the mm -hmm. whole study, but where you have to be careful with the data is who are the people they asked. Yeah. Mm. Um, there, for instance, one industry with the lowest one. What would you say is consumer goods and retail? Mm -hmm. So they have something like only if you, they, they, they measure it like regular use for work, regular use for work and outside of work, and then regular use outside of work. And I think the ones that are really important are regular use for work and both. And the kind of the consumer retails are something like 18% are using it on this uh, dimension. And if you go mm -hmm. for technology, we are close to 35 or so. So that's much higher. And Which that's something is still which is still nothing which which is comparable to the study that i found like kind kind of last week mm -hmm. where they mentioned that just 16 to 20 percent of the population in the us um, regularly use or are aware at least aware of ChatGPT and other tools mm -hmm. which means over 80 percent do not need something like this or n are not aware so it's a completely new world and we live in in, in a completely um, crazy ai bubble it mm -hmm. looks like absolutely the bubble we are in here it's a bit the 80 20 the other way around so they have categorized also regular use outside of work which mean okay mm. the people use it for themselves and then have tried at least once and these are kind mm. of the the users if you like and then no exposure and don't know as the others and overall industries and overall other um, selectors, it's always 80% that have used it somehow, mm -hmm. at least tried mm -hmm. once. Mm -hmm. And you always end up with some 30-ish percent or more that use it somehow in business or outside of business for the people they asked. And only one, their 20% is the ones that have not used it. The exception is consumer goods and retail, it's then 30% who have yep. not used it or have no exposure or don't know about it. And if you go for office location, then I was a bit disappointed. You know, we are Europeans, we are Germans. Where do you guess which is the, the region with the lowest usage rate or adoption rate? It looks like it's Germany. <laughs> they have, don't have Germany, Europe. they have just Europe. And yeah, it's Europe. <laughs> Sorry to have to say that. North America is not leading the pack. It's Asia Pacific. And also developing mm -hmm. markets are pretty, pretty strong. Greater China. Wow. Um, America, yes, they are kind of leading. It's the differences are not that big, but here we have more like have tried it at least once. It's almost fifty percent in Europe, and the others are around thirty-ish percent. So that's where I say, okay, they have tried it and don't like it, or what? I don't know <laughs> how to read that one. Yeah. The job title, before you yeah go, go ahead please yeah but um people um before we give people some a conclusion to, to a takeaway here mm -hmm. you you still wanted to uh, give us the the man or like the yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. man women distribution <laughs> right i come to this in a second just be, <laughs> be yeah be, be patient uh the ones that i would look into for before that is the um management level so they ask C-suite executives, senior managers, and mid-level managers. What would you think? Having not seen the, the study at the moment, what would you guess? Which of those three groups have the highest adoption rate? C-level, senior management, or mid-level managers? Mid-level managers. Right. They, is it right? It's right. It's right. It's, the okay. differences are not big, but that's the one with the, the highest adoption rate. Right. So yeah, will... well, it's not surprising because um, the higher... 
you are, the the less, the busier you are, the less prone you are to maybe even knowing that you need an assistant like constantly in your daily life. Maybe it's a combination of all these things. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's the point. So, but if you look into, um, have at least tried it once, so all the sea levels are not so bad, 20%, not 80% have used it or tried at least once. Senior managers, 18 to 82, and they, uh, the mid-level managers are the ones with 23 to some um, 77 or so. That's similar. So again, here, the differences are not that high, but you're right, the mid-level managers are the ones that have a bit of the highest usage inside of the business. Senior managers um, are pretty close. Um, the mid-level managers are also the ones who use it regularly outside of work. Age, the last one before I come to gender, is like, they have called it born in 1964 or earlier. So I think these are the baby boomers, if I'm not mistaken, then 65 till 80s. And then we have the born 1981 till 96. So three categories. Mm. The What would you guess? Which are the ones? Is there a big difference or not? Well, the, young, the younger, the, the more prone to using AI, I guess. Absolutely, absolutely. It's not surprising here, but the born in 1964 earlier are also the ones, if they have the kind of not exposure, is 25, no, 27%. Uh, percent. Um, this goes down to 14. There is then a difference. Um, have not used it or have no exposure, don't know about it. Where's the difference? But um, still, I, I was surprised how small the differences are. And now for the final one, Ladies and men, what do you guess? Who are using it more and not more? Is there a difference? Hmm. <laughs> well, on Reddit and um, 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 on Reddit, like on a daily basis in the ChatGPT uh, community, it looks like it's 99% men <laughs> who, <laughs> who write there. So uh, maybe I, I am biased here, but I would say like it's a huge majority of men who are using AI. <laughs> Absolutely. So if I, I, I now compare the numbers, but you will see there's not much of a difference. So if I go regularly used for work, men 8% and women 12%. So obviously a bit more regular use for work. Work and outside of work, men 16, women 15. And regularly outside of work, men 16, women 6. Maybe the 10% more are the ones who are creating the mid-journey pictures. <laughs> and then mm. men have tried at least once, 37. Women, 46. So again, like in Europe, they've tried it, don't like it. And then we go 19 for no exposure versus 18 and 4 versus 3 for don't know. So there is not much of a difference. Now, <laughs> when you look at the small print, and this was also something you should be careful with all these studies. Um, they said four respondents identifying as men and respondents identifying as women. And they counted it. So respondents. So they may have asked kind of, Broadly, no matter who, the respondents, men were 1,025 and women 156. Oh, well. And that tells you something as well. So this is kind of maybe the bias that comes from McKinsey and these kind of studies. Mm -hmm. They ask leaders, senior leaders in different industries, mostly tech or tech-alike industries or people that have technology in the industry. No surprise that you see the gender mix here. And also no surprise that if you ask a CEO whether male or female, they have some similar roles and similar jobs. So I would really be surprised if then there was a big difference between the gender or the age or so. It's just job-based that you have to act in a different way and use it or not. What do you think? 
Yeah, it's not a <laughs> well-designed study. If you have 100 <laughs> women and 1,000 uh, whatever men, come on, come back to me. It could be better balanced, but it tells also about the respondents and the micro, kind of the microcosmos uh, this study comes from. So all, as, as kind of a, a lessons learned out of this session today. So there is, of course, things happening in the market. There's generative AIs being used. At least if you ask the people, they ask. But we should be careful with the numbers they send out around and inter interpret. You always have to read a small print where the numbers come from. And the study has not been that big. Okay, Peter, <laughs> just one conclusion to, for people to uh, take away here. So what, what would you say? What is the most surprising? What is the one thing that they... Not really surprising, I would say. Um, surprising to me is... No, no, not surprising. I see it... When we spoke about it, it's, it is something that is clear that lead leaders and the companies really look into this and do yeah. things around it and change it. And that's kind of giving the push, no matter where they come from or which industry they're in. The ones that are really um, driving things are the leaders. If they were not, if it was coming kind of bottom up, then we would have a problem. We didn't look into the distribution of generative AI, but it's the leaders themselves who fool around with it, no matter what gender they have. They do it. They expose themselves to 80%, at least they try it out. And that's something that is um, giving the push in the industry, I would say. The leaders. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for, well, presenting this study. And, well, we will uh, send some more um, AI, 10-minute AI sessions. Um, 10 minutes and again. They'll be in Italy <laughs> and you will be working from home, Peter. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So see you again in a couple of, no, a couple of days, I would say. It's not even weeks. It's next week, the latest. Stay tuned. There is more crazy stuff coming soon.